Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm Lisa Carpenter, Master Life Coach to driven, ambitious humans who want more out of life without having to sacrifice themselves to achieve it. I'll share how it's possible to slow down, take better care of yourself, find more peace and ease, create sustainable energy, stop procrastination and overwhelm, and fall in love with your life, your business, and your body. This podcast is for you if you're ready to learn what it takes to thrive as a high performer, do less, but achieve more, make you and your well-being a top priority, and create your extraordinary life. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hey, hey, and thanks for tuning into the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And this is actually my first episode of 2024. So happy new year. I hope you enjoyed your holidays, whatever you were celebrating. I certainly enjoyed some extra downtime. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you probably noticed that we haven't really put out any new episodes. I've had some guest episodes, but I have not done any solo episodes And this kind of ties into what I want to talk about today, which is commitment. If you've spent any time with me over the past couple of years, you will know that commitment is something that I speak a lot about, and I consider myself a highly committed person. Um, I also consider integrity one of my top values and personal integrity, so keeping promises to myself, keeping promises to others. And they're really foundational principles that my coaching is built on, but they also have a dark side. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. So it's a very different approach to heading into the new year. Um, And I think a conversation that needs to be had. So I'm going to kind of free flow with this. I've got a few notes in front of me, Uh, but I want to give you permission to look at commitment in a different way way and through a different lens. And this is something that I've also had to work through. And sometimes it feels really hard. And one of those things is in order to be a committed person, you have to always be taking inventory of what you're committed to. So where do I, where do I even start with this? 2023 was probably one of, if not the hardest years of my entire life in my personal relationships. Uh, My partner and I really struggled with some big things coming up that we've had to, or that we've gotten to choose to work through. And, you know, it really hasn't, it hasn't been easy. There were days where I was really taken to my knees by some of the things that were we're going on and without getting into details because I'm really not ready to kind of dive into that I know you're probably chomping at the bit to know what happened what happened is irrelevant it's the fact that you know I've had to look at multiple areas of my life and really be honest with myself about where I was not in alignment with my values where I was tolerating things that weren't in alignment with my values around integrity around intimacy around connection and around commitment. So I've entered into 2024 with kind of some new energy, a new vibe, not like let's take on the world, but really being honest with myself over the holidays, I really sat and considered what I want moving forward with my life and what wasn't feeling good and what needed to change, what I needed to let go of, um, 
and how I wanted this new year to feel. So if you followed me on Instagram or if you're on my email list, I talked about the words. I like to pull in words at the beginning of the year, which many people like to do. And these words really kind of ground the energy and ground my intentions for the year. What what do I want to call in? And, and sometimes when I choose words, sometimes that's the way the universe directs me and other times it isn't. Last year, my word was intentional. And, you know, I can look back now and really see that everything that happened in my life was very intentional because it needed to happen in order for me to step into this next phase of my journey, this next phase of my growth and evolution. And I've had a lot of growth over the past 11 months. There have been many blind spots I've uncovered within myself. Um, and this is the way life works. Like life is going to life you sometimes. And if you are committed to your personal growth, it's such an opportunity. And even if you haven't been committed to personal growth, generally speaking, when life lifes you, that is often the catalyst for people to step into growth. So the women and the men that I work with, they're highly committed people and they've accomplished a lot during their life. Uh, you know, they're successful, they're ambitious, they're driven. And oftentimes they're really hard on themselves. They don't even acknowledge their success or they don't even necessarily view themselves as successful because they're always looking at the things that they haven't accomplished versus the things that they have. So coming back to commitment and these words that I chose. So for this year, my words for the year are bold and courageous. So everything I'm doing in my life is bold and courageous. So how does this tie into commitments? It required me to look at the things that I'm currently committed to and what things that I need to release that is going to take a lot of courage. What do I need to release in order to create the life that I want for myself? And if you're anything like me and you're committed to many things, having this conversation with yourself and looking at wow, do I need to reassess my commitments? Because when we talk about integrity, which is imperative, if you want to accomplish anything great in this life, you must be willing to keep promises to yourself. And this, this comes up a lot this time of year, right? Because people are setting resolutions and I'm going to lose weight this year and I'm going to make a million dollars this year and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then pretty soon, they're not doing the things they said they were going to do, which is why they don't see the results that they want. That, that integrity piece is so imperative. So why are so many people out of integrity with themselves? Well, if we go back to looking at commitment, so often people are committed to so many things. It's absolutely impossible, impossible to stay committed. So I want you to think about that. How can you be committed to a million different things and think you're going to create an outstanding outcome? So commitment really is the bridge from point A to point B. So from where you are to where you want to be. And it's a combination of your values and your habits create your commitment, like they equal commitment, right? Your values and your habits come together and that's kind of the foundation of your commitment, which then is this bridge to where you want to go. So we can only be committed to so many things at one time and think we're going to be successful. 
this is why I talk about learning how to do less because often if you want to accomplish different things this year, if you want a different outcome at the end of this year, it is so important to look at what you have been committed to, what you want to be committed to, and what you might need to release in order to truly be committed. So today I wanted to talk about how to know when you're done with your commitments. So there have been so many things that I have been committed to over years now, including this podcast. I have been very committed to making sure that I got out an episode every single week. And even if we didn't get out an episode, we would repurpose an episode. And over the holidays, I allowed myself to not put out any episodes, not even repurpose something. And I really had to sit back and look at my commitment to this podcast. So I'm going to continue to be committed to this podcast. However, I am also offering myself up a lot more grace around that commitment. And I don't know exactly what that means yet. I'm not going anywhere. We're still going to be having episodes. Uh, I'm still going to be putting out episodes. But I really, like with everything in my life, I've taken stock of what does my commitment look like to this? And do I still want to be committed to it? And if I do still want to be committed to it, how might that commitment need to change? So think about that. How might your commitment need to change? There's other things like my fitness that I'm also very, very committed to. And I have been for years now. In fact, in 2018, I believe, was when I started working with my fitness coach, and I love her. And we have created such amazing results together. I have loved the journey to get back on stage. I loved earning my pro card. I loved competing again as a pro. And I've really been looking at, is this what I want moving forward? Or am I just committed to this now because I've been doing it for so long, I should keep doing it. And this is the thing about commitments, right? Often for the people that I work with, they've been committed to things for so long, they forget or they don't even have the perspective that they no longer need to be committed, that they can actually change their mind and choose something different. So even around my fitness, I've been really looking at, okay, am I committed to going back on stage again? And the answer for me is a resounding no. It is so much fun. I love it. I love being up on stage. I love all the things that go with it. But where I'm at in my life and my career right now, it is not the number one focus. Um, after having my surgery and having my implants taken out and having some time off of the gym, it's really given me time out of that routine, out of those habits to look at, is this still important to me at the same level it used to be? And am I willing to, to continue to be committed to it in the way that I have been before? And I appreciate everybody who is so committed to their thing. Like I said, like when I'm in something and I'm committed to it, I'm 100%. And it's okay to reassess your commitments and say, maybe this isn't what I want anymore. Maybe this isn't feeling good the way it used to feel. Sometimes we need to tweak and change things and then we can get back to being recommitted. And sometimes the honest answer is like, no. I don't actually want to be committed to that anymore. It doesn't feel aligned for me, for lack of a better word. So am I giving up training altogether? No. I love 
working out. I truly love working out, but I'm no longer committed or interested in being in a build, which means like eating in surplus or pushing my body to the extent I've been pushing my body. I want my workouts to now be at a place of uh, a lot more ease. So again, I'm not adverse to working hard. I actually really like working hard in the gym, but the goal and the outcome has shifted. It now really is about quality of life, maintaining my lean mass, um, having a place to kind of move some energy. But my commitment is no longer to being an athlete. So do I still have that athletic mindset, that athlete mindset? Yes. But like a retired athlete now, it's a different type of commitment than when you are an active athlete competing on the field of play. So things are changing around that, which is opening up some space for me. In terms of my personal relationship, um, you know, my partner and I have decided to spend some time apart, significant time apart. And I don't know where that's going to take us or where it's going to lead us, but it was having the courage to look at what was working and what wasn't working in our relationship and make the decision that I need some time and space and I need to be even more committed to myself. So in 2023, I really had to put the focus on my healing. And in 2024, I want to take that to the next level. I want to look at what it feels like for me to kind of be on my own, to really be committed to me and not be committed to the growth or the healing in my relationship. And it's probably the first time in my life that I can really say like 2024 is really all about me. So my commitment is to doing the things that I've been saying that I've wanted to do, but haven't been doing. So I told a story once, I believe on the podcast about how I had always said to myself that when I made a lot of money, I was going to give myself a thousand dollars and I was going to take myself on a shopping spree and I was going to spend that money on myself. And one day my partner came home and said, here's a thousand dollars and I, you're not allowed to spend it on bills. I want you to go spend it on yourself. And I ended up in the change room at a U.S. department store with my personal shopper bawling my eyes out because I was so uncomfortable spending that money on myself. And I realized that although the story was, I the story was I was going to give myself that $1,000, I recognized I was never going to give myself that $1,000. It was just this pie in the sky um, story I was telling myself that I was never going to pull it in. And it kept me trapped, that story. If you know me, you know I love travel. And the COVID years were really hard on me when I was unable to move freely about the world. And I have an opportunity in my life right now for a variety of circumstances that have unfolded very beautifully by the universe, not necessarily in the way that I would want them, but I'm going to take them regardless because things are always working out. If you, if you look at your life in that way, things are always working out. I have the opportunity to travel. So, you know, my partner said to me, why don't you take this year then and take this space and take this time that we're going to have apart and go and see the world. I will hold down the fort. I will be here when you're away and go do the thing, Lisa. And I realized this was another example of like, oh my God, I've been telling myself I'm going to travel the world, yet would I have ever done it 
Would I have ever done it? Or would I have spent my life waiting for other circumstances to change before I could give this to myself? So going back to those words of bold and courageous, a big part of my bold and courageous year is traveling a lot. So I'm going to go walk the Camino at the end of April in Spain. I'm going to spend the month of May over in Europe, which I'm really excited about. I've never been overseas. I've never flown that far by myself. Uh, I'm going to book a one-way ticket. That feels very edgy for me. And I'm also going to be going to Bali and Vegas, and I've got shorter trips. Um, but basically, I'm going to spend most of the year outside of my country, which is why I come back to reviewing the things that I'm committed to, because how can I be committed to travel? How can I be committed to seeing the world if I have all these other things over here that I'm also committed to that are drawing my energy. So when we look at our commitments, it's okay to say this isn't aligned for me right now. And that this is the thing that I really want to be committed to. And what happens with many of my clients is they're like, well, I'm committed to this. And now I want to be committed to this. And I want to be committed to this. And pretty soon they've got this pile of commitments they're constantly out of integrity. Then they're feeling bad that they're not following through on the things they said they were going to do. And it's this vicious kind of shame circle that they get in. So I want you to really consider and look at how often you evaluate the things you're committed to and are they still serving you? And this goes for people, relationships, um, this goes for things in your life, whether it's the stuff around you, your environment, things like people, places, and things. Look at all areas of your life. What are the things you keep telling yourself that you want for yourself? And what do you believe are the obstacles getting in the way? If it's all these other things that you're committed to, then you may want to look at how you commit to less, what you need to let go of and release. So in order for me to have this extraordinary, bold, and courageous year, there have been a lot of commitments I've had to let go of. There's been a lot of things that I've had to release. There's been a lot of discomfort, and there will continue to be more discomfort as I step forward. And then I'm also looking at what are the other things that I really want to be committed to. And last year, my relationship got a lot of my attention which it needed. I have zero regrets about that. Even though we're going to be spending some time apart, this is what needs to happen. But this year, I my level of commitment to my business and the impact that I'm here to make has grown like a hundred times, which is why I'm hosting a luxury retreat in Whistler. I'll put the link to that in the show notes, which is why I'm working on other programs and memberships to support you making the changes you want to make in your life, regardless of what level you're at. I'm trying to create programs that invite you into my world so that we can work together in a way that works for you because not everybody can work with me one-to-one, -one, nor am I available to work with every single person one-to-one. -one. That's kind of like the top tier of what I offer. So this year for me is really about focusing back on me, everything that I want, and focusing on my business and who I'm here to impact and, and um, what it is that I want to grow for myself, for my family, for the life that I want to lead. So 
you know, with all commitments, it's kind of chop wood, carry water. You have to be willing to do the things that you've been unwilling to do. This is why I chose the words bold and courageous, because let me tell you, hosting a retreat for the first time is taking a lot of courage and it does require me to be bold. It's a, it's a massive um, financial investment to run a retreat and then trust that people are going to want to come and show up and be part of it. So yeah, I don't know where else I want to go with this, but you know, if you are really looking at commitment and wondering what it's going to take for you to create the outcomes you want in your life, I highly suggest that you take inventory of all the things you are currently uh, committed to and really look at whether or not those commitments are still serving you. And if being committed to those things is really going to get you to the, the outcome that you truly want. Are you willing to be committed to those one or two big things that are really important to you and release the rest of, of those commitments? Uh, I know for me personally, sometimes I have stayed committed to things that I should have walked away from, uh, you know, people, places, and things uh, much sooner. And in saying that, I also know that if I was meant to let go of things sooner, I would have. And I really trust the journey that I'm having. But I'm sharing all of this with you because, you know, when you are a committed person and you've made commitment mean something and it's attached to part of your identity, letting go of commitments can feel really hard and it can feel like you're failing because what does it mean? Like I was so committed to this and now I'm not committed to it anymore. What will people think of me? There's a whole bunch of stories that can come up. But what I want to remind you is that none of it matters and none of it means anything unless you want to attach meaning to it. If you decide to start saying no to something that you were committed to before, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you're no longer committed. It just means that you are more committed to how you want to feel about yourself, how you want to feel in your life. And ultimately, that is my number one value is are the commitments that I'm making supporting how I want to feel in my world? And if they're not, then it's time for them to go. And I get to move on to being committed to something else. And that's the beauty of life. We constantly get to choose. Look at the areas where you say you want to be committed, but you're like 90% committed. And listen, if you're 90% committed to something, then you're actually 100% not committed. Okay, because you're either committed or you're not. But there's no halfway, there's no 90%. You're either doing it or you're not. So if you've got a bunch of things where you find like you say you're committed, but you're not really showing up as being committed, those are the things you may want to look at. Do they align with your values? And do you even want to be committed to them? Or are you committed because somebody else has told you you should be? Or you're telling yourself you should be, right? I've really had to look at the voices that are saying like, Lisa, you should still want to be committed to your fitness. Like, look at the community you're part of. Look at these other women who are training. Are you going to be letting people down if you're not training in the way you used to train? And if you're not competing anymore, and it's so cool to watch... And again, like my commitment has to be to me, even over you, right? So even if you love watching that, I have to be committed to what feels right for me. Otherwise, what kind of 
leader am I? Your commitment should line up with you wanting to say yes in a way that impacts you positively. But if you're committed to stuff that ultimately means you're saying no to the things you truly want, how is that going to serve you in the long run? You don't get an extra badge of honor for being committed to a bunch of shit that you didn't care about, but you know made you look like a superstar to other people. This is your life. Only you get to live your life. And the only thing that really matters is how you feel at the end of the day and how other people think or feel about you and their judgments around the choices you're making. They're really none of your business anyways. And you're probably never going to know. People are, people are going to judge you regardless. So go live your life. Commit to the things that light you up and release the rest. So I am inviting you as we step into 2024 to review your commitments, to really consider what it is you want and what you don't want. What makes you happy? What makes you miserable? What gives you energy? What depletes your energy? What kind of outcomes do you want to create for yourself at the end of the year? Because I can tell you that by the end of 2024, a lot of things are going to be different in my life. My business is going to look different because it's getting the bulk of my commitment. My soul is going to look different because it's getting the other bulk of my commitment around my, you know, indulging this fantasy of traveling the world. Um, so that's going to look different. I have no idea where my relationship is going to be at the end of 2024. But what I do know is if I'm committed to being the best version of myself I can be, and my partner is committed to being the best version of himself that he can be, if we choose to come back together, we will be able to make a new commitment based on who we are being today. And it will have nothing to do with any of our past history. So even looking at what does it look like to recommit to something, but from a new place, without all the baggage, without all the past history, with new energy. So, you know, in a world that wants us to believe things are cut and dry, black and white, yes or no, and even me saying like commitment is 100% in because I truly believe that, this is why I'm so passionate about making sure that you don't take your commitments lightly and you don't overcommit because you cannot stay committed if you're overcommitted. Everything is nuanced. Everything is subject to change. And I wish you in 2024 more fluidity, more um, grace when it comes to looking at things in your life that you're like, this is the way I do things. Can you be more curious in 2024 about the choices that you're making? What's driving those choices? What you can let go of? What you might want to surrender to? Because, you know, even with changing my workouts i'm also planning on shaking up like the times i go to the gym because getting up at 4 15 to train i'm kind of over that i'm just i'm over that having gone to the gym later now i'm like okay lisa i'm gonna look at what i'm committed to in my schedule how can i move things around how many clients am i willing to be working with how do i want to work with people so that i can still make space for my workouts to be a priority but not coming with the same level of commitment. Because to be honest as well, the other thing that I am highly committed to uh, in my life is my spiritual growth and development. 
which is obviously a deeply personal thing. Everybody has their own kind of path around their spirituality. Uh, but this has been something that has been calling to me for many years now. And I've kind of been treating it like, well, I'll do that when I get to it. So I'll do as much as I can, but I'm not really going to be committed to it. And, you know, over the past, I would say, eight months or so, probably since, okay, so maybe closer to three or four months, three or four months, um, I have been really committed to that spiritual growth and that spiritual journey and what that looks like for me fighting my mind even more. I've slowed down so much. And this is like, yes, and slow down more, Lisa, while still going and doing things. Um, you know, alignment, just recognizing there's so many things that I still give my attention to that don't deserve my attention. So as I said, you know, as <laughs> my mentor has a saying like one horse, one ass. And I'm kind of like, well, as women, we often have a stable full of horses because that's just the reality for most of us. We, we have many balls that we juggle and we have a stable full of horses, but you can still only ride one horse at a time. And if you have 30 horses, you can't possibly give all 30 the same amount of love. So I would rather have less horses and all the time to love on and prioritize those horses uh, and really have them in alignment with how I want to feel. So a little bit of a rambly episode today. Hopefully uh, it gave you some food for thought around commitment because, you know, you're going to hear a lot of episodes where I really am hammering home. Like if you want change, you have to be committed. And that has not changed. What I want you to take away from this episode, what I'm hoping you take away from this episode is that you always have the right to choose and change those commitments and letting go of commitments doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you an uncommitted person. It actually makes you more committed to being very, very specific about what you are willing to be committed to so that you can really go all in on it and really um, have it aligned with the things that matter most to you. So on that note, happy new year. I look forward to being back in your ears in the weeks to come. I promise more of these kind of off the cuff uh, episodes and just speaking from my heart and speaking from my mind. I can honestly say that, you know, as so many things have changed in my business, I've tried to get clear on my message and the things that I want to deliver and the things that are really foundational in my business so that my message that you, you get it right. Because I'm not for everybody. And sometimes I felt like that's taken away from me just coming on here and riffing about whatever I need to riff about. So I'm still going to continue to do some of uh, those episodes because I still think that there's a ton of value in me just sharing things that I'm navigating in my own life. I know how beneficial it is to my clients when they hear the honest, um, you know, the honesty about behind the scenes. So again, you know, successful things rocking. And trust me, like it doesn't matter what you see forward facing, everybody has stuff going on behind the scenes that is not going in the highlight reel, yours, yours truly uh, included in that. So we've got a couple new things that you may want to check out. So I'm going to put everything in the show notes. So I'm going to give you kind of the rundown of what's happening. As I mentioned, I've got a retreat running in Whistler, uh, September 8th to the 14th. I only at the time I'm recording this, 
I only have three spaces available and I expect them to fill up. This is a week of rest, restoration, but also play. We're going to really be diving into the, the both and, right? That we can go out and do hard things and we can make space and time for rest. It's going to be amazing conversations, uh, lots of coaching, of course, lots of connection. Uh, we've got all the details laid out, so I will put the link in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. I'm also launching a new membership. I'm still working on the details of that. If you want, just email me at lisa at lisacarpenter.ca. It is called Reclamation, and it is a year-long membership, monthly payments, but you're committed, you're committed for the year, and we're going to be going through some of my signature programs. They're going to get dripped out to you, including weight loss from within, so that you can have a powerful and connected relationship with your body. So this isn't about what do I need to do to lose weight. It's about who you need to become, the identity that you need to have around how you think and feel about your body. Because I guarantee you, if you've been struggling to shed weight, struggling to shed pounds. It has more to do with how you think and feel about yourself than anything else, because that dictates the choices that you're making from your exercise to the food you put in your mouth. And if you are thinking garbage thoughts about your body, why would your body show up in its most prime, glorious way of being? It, it's not going to. If you abuse something, it looks abused. So think about that. Consider that, right? If you abuse something, it's going to look abused. So, you know, if you put lipstick on a pig, it's it's still a pig. So how you think and feel about yourself definitely impacts how your body presents on the outside. So we're going to go through that program. We're also going to be going through the energy audit. That's going to be dripped out to you. So if you've been struggling with time and energy and like, why do I always feel like garbage? And how can I do more, but I don't have more time. The energy audit is also an incredibly powerful program. So we're going to be taking the content from that inside this year-long rec reclamation program. And along with that, there's so many other things, including discounts on one-to-one -one coaching with me, which are not offered anywhere else. We're going to have Q&A sessions. We're going to have monthly calls so that we can dive into topics from those programs and also other topics that are relevant to the women that I work with who tend to put a lot of pressure on themselves, tend to carry a lot of judgment and have this belief that they should have it all figured out. Like being successful means you shouldn't have garbage going on in your life. And man, if only that were true, I only wish that were true. So this is a space um, for us to come together and really work on ourselves. There's no Facebook group. It's it's really not about a community per se. You'll get to know the other women in there, but it really is a focus on you and you taking care of you, not you trying to caretake other people uh, and make new best friends. This is not the new best friend room. This is the like, how can I be in a room with like-minded women who are also committed to working on themselves and are focused on themselves? Okay, so that's called reclamation. You can just email me, lisa at lisacarpenter.ca. Um, just let me know you're interested in reclamation and I can send you the information because I'm sure we will have it ready soon. I've already got people enrolled and I don't even have a sales page for it. So we've got the Whistler Retreat, we've got reclamation, and of course we still have the collective, which is the next level up, which is working with me one-to-one -one and 
everything that's in reclamation is included in that, but you're also doing one-to-one sessions with me and you have access to uh, Voxer. So we are communicating between sessions as well. And there's varying degrees of how we can work together within that container. So it really depends on what it is you're looking for in order to be fully supported this year and really create the transformation that you want to have in your life so that you can get rid of the stuff that isn't working, even if it feels hard and scary, so that you can call in the things that you do want more of. Um, And for most of my clients, it's a lot more peace and ease and time and energy and fulfillment and joy and less of this like I'm busy all the time I have a million things to do and everything feels hard and heavy so I'm doing work that I love and I don't feel like my work is loving me back there's there's so many different layers and elements um, that my clients work through no one client is the same but the underlying of of kind of how they're showing up in the world is so you can get on the wait list for that, lisacarpenter.ca forward slash collective. And I will reach out to you personally and we'll hop on a call to see if it's a right fit for you. It really is by application only. And of course, there is a limited number of people that I can have enrolled in the collective at any one time. So those are the ways that you can work with me in 2024. If you have any questions, again, don't hesitate to email me. I'll be talking about these more on the podcast as they come out. Last but not least, if you're still listening and you're still here, we have also put together a private podcast, private podcast. This is a, so if you're a regular listener, you will have heard these episodes before because they were taken out of the Full Frontal Living podcast, but they are specifically focused around energy management. They are a cluster of episodes that I recorded around resiliency, energy management strategies, stress strategies, how to cope with life when life is lifing, uh, what it truly means to be strong and resilient. And it's probably not what you think it is. So we have clustered those all together. We package them all up and we've put them on a uh, exclusive private podcast feed. So you have to subscribe in order to have access to that cluster of content. Uh, Because I know that most of my people, they have full lives. They don't have time to sit down and watch videos. They don't have time to be scrolling in Facebook groups. So we are committed to doing more things via audio this year. Because then you can be out for a walk with the dogs and the kids and coffee. And you can just have me in your earbuds. You can be in the kitchen doing your food prep for the week. And you can be listening to me in your earbuds. Or you can have me in the car when you're road tripping or driving back and forth to wherever it is you're going. So if you want the link to that, it's lisacarpenter.ca forward slash strong. And that will take you to the link to sign up for that private podcast. And just like Netflix, you can listen to one episode at a time, or you can binge listen to all of them. I think there's eight or nine or 10 or 12 episodes in there. So really proud of this uh, package. And I know it's going to be really powerful for people to come back to time and time again. So on that note, I've said a lot this episode. I'm sure you will get the nuggets from it that you need. And uh, again, I'm just wishing you a very, very happy new year. If you are easing into this new year slow, that's cool too, because you know we're not really designed to be working in the dead of winter. And if you're at the other side of the world and it's the middle of summer, well, we're not supposed to be working in the middle of summer either. That is really time for play. So pick the shoulder seasons. Um, 
But again, you know, whatever it is you are committed to, stay in integrity with yourself, do a cull, and uh, we will be talking more in the new year. And I really look forward to supporting you, whether it's in one of my new programs or whether it's just here on the podcast. Know that I appreciate you. Now, last, last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to sign off. If you have not left a review for the Full Frontal Living podcast, if you could please go and do that for me. It helps to boost me in the ratings. It helps new people find me. And it is such a beautiful way to thank me for being here. So, you know, I put a lot of effort and energy and attention into putting together this content for you. And it's just such a beautiful way for you to say, hey, Lisa, thanks. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, and again, for me, it really is about how can I have you guys support me? How can I have my current listeners support me in bringing in new listeners as a part of my commitment to really focusing on creating a bigger impact, the impact that I'm here to make. So I need your help with that. So if you would be so kind as to please leave a rating and review for the Full Frontal Living podcast on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, I'd be forever grateful. All right. Have a beautiful morning, noon, night, wherever you are in the world. And I will catch you on the next episode.